Welcome to the Carrots and Cake Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Hopper, an FDN practitioner, author, mom, and IBD advocate. Tune in each week for real-life advice and strategies for becoming your happiest and healthiest self, all while thriving in the gray area. Trust me when I say, you can have your carrots and cake too. Welcome to the next episode of the Carrots and Cake Podcast. Today, I'm excited to chat with you about all things creatine. And I'm especially excited to chat with you because I've been meaning to record this episode for a while now. I do feel like creatine is something that a lot of ladies just want to know more about. And I get questions from one-on-one clients, the Fit and Fuel ladies, the Fit and Fuel alumni, people on Instagram. So I do feel like this is a topic that people just want a little bit more information about. And I'm more than happy to share some details. And I'm personally a fan of creatine. I've used it on and off for a number of years now. And I do think it helps as far as building muscle, recovery. There's a lot of benefits of it, which I'm going to talk all about. But before we dive into this episode, just giving you the general disclaimer, obviously you should discuss any sort of supplementation like creatine that you might add to your normal routine. This is especially important if you have any sort of like kidney disorder, underlying health conditions, you're taking certain prescription medications, just run it by them before you add creatine into your routine. So anyways, creatine in general, it's a very safe supplement. They've done tons of studies on it. They've even done studies on women. And a lot of times, especially when it comes to health and nutrition studies, women are just kind of underrepresented and underrepresented. But in this case, there actually are studies about women and creatine. And I'll talk about that a little bit more. But we should probably start with what the heck is creatine? And creatine is a naturally occurring non-protein amino acid compound, and it's produced in the liver and kidneys. But the important part here is it's naturally made in our body. And if you are consuming animal sources on the regular, so steak, ground beef, chicken, salmon, tuna, cod, all of these wonderful sources of amino acids, you're probably covering your bases when it comes to the amount of creatine in your body. But adding a creatine supplement is a way to supplement what you are already doing with your nutrition. So if you're somebody who doesn't regularly consume meat or seafood, you're just naturally going to have lower levels of creatine in your body. So adding in creatine, could be really helpful. And our bodies store the creatine in our muscles and it uses it during, our bodies use it during exercise. So for a lot of people, they're using creatine as far as building, maintaining muscle, helping you perform better, recover better. So those are kind of like the common reasons why people are using creatine. And I think that's probably what it's best known for. I think a lot of people are like, oh, I'm just gonna get jacked taking creatine. And it can be great as far as like the performance go, you can have better sustained energy and you can recover better. So there's a lot of great reasons for taking creatine. And there's also, this is really interesting. And I was actually talking with another practitioner about this is that creatine supplementation can actually improve cognition brain health, your mood, memory. And I feel like for a lot of women, 
especially like in our 40s, could be hormonal, could just be getting older. I have no idea. But this is a concern for a lot of people. Like you're forgetting things. You like walk into a room and forget what you were looking for. Um, or you do have like more mood swings because of all the crazy hormones and whatnot. And there was a study that I have here in my notes where it said females who have lower levels of creatine in the frontal lobe, which is the part of the brain that controls our mood, emotion, memory, and cognition, um, can actually have more issues with depression, not feeling their best. So it's really, really interesting that in addition to helping you build muscle, it can actually help as far as almost having like antidepressant properties. So there's some really interesting um, research on that on as far as like how it can help mood and whatnot. I even found some studies about bipolar um, depression and it was just fascinating. There's a lot of great research there. So if you're like, cool, I want to take this because I want to get some muscles. <laughs> could also help you as far as like mood and cognition go, especially if you're somebody who struggles there. The other thing that's really interesting about creatine is how it potentially can affect our hormones. And it can really be helpful as far as estrogen goes. Of course, like there hasn't been a ton of studies on this, but it's just interesting, especially for those of us in our 40s who might not have the best levels of estrogen. I mean, that's the thing about perimetopause. Like I, I see both. I see high estrogen levels. I see low estrogen levels. And then of course these levels can fluctuate. Um, but a study published in 2008 by the journal, um, the journal Medicine and Science in Sports and Exercise found that women who took creatine supplements for 12 weeks had significantly higher levels of estrogen than women who didn't. So for somebody who is struggling with low estrogen, like me, it's been really fun with the night sweats and the headaches the first two days of my period. It's really fun, guys, navigating all of this. Um, it can help as far as just regulating your menstrual cycle, reducing some of those symptoms, and just improving overall hormonal balance. Of course, it's important to know what's going on with your estrogen levels before deciding to supplement. And of course, I don't think creatine is going to fix all your hormonal problems, but creatine you know, might help with bone mineral density as that's really tied to estrogen. And of course, if you're strength training on the regular, it could be a combination of things that you could do just to make sure you're maintaining um, dense bones as far as our overall health goes. So I just thought that was really interesting as far as just what's going on with your hormone levels. And then a question. So I did some crowdsourcing on Instagram and asked you guys or asked followers for their questions about creatine. So I have a bunch of those in my notes here. So I'm just going to go through those because they might be questions that you have too. Okay. So one of the questions I got from a few people was, will creatine make me gain weight? And according to the studies out there, creatines do not cause increased fat mass, but may lead to some sort of water retention. And I think that's where people or women especially get a little uh, about trying creatine because they think they're going to gain all of this weight, but it's more likely water weight. And of course, you might have a little when you first start using it, but then it's going to go away. And I think the obvious thing here that maybe people don't think about is that if you start using creatine while you're doing strength training, you are going to gain muscle in theory, and you might actually lose fat mass in the process because obviously the more muscle you have, the higher metabolism you are going to have. And that could translate to weight loss in the long run. But I think a lot of people do fear 
creatine because of this idea of like a loading dose, which I'll talk about in a second, where, yeah, your body is going to hold on to more water weight. It's bringing more water into those muscles. It's kind of, you know, what creatine is doing. And I think people panic when they see the scale go up, but you just have to remind yourself, this is water weight. I didn't put on fat overnight. And in the long run, if you can get through those first few weeks of using creatine, your your weight's probably going to go back to normal. And then you're probably going to start to gain muscle. So again, the scale might go up, but you're gaining the muscle tissue that we want to gain. You know what I mean? As far as boosting our metabolism, getting stronger, having that fit toned look. So I think that's really important to consider because yeah, I would say most of the women who use creatine, they do see those positive body composition changes. If they can get past the water weight in the beginning. The other question that I got from a couple people was about hair loss. And so I feel like I've seen mixed information on this. I couldn't really get a straight answer. So in general, I don't think hair loss is associated with taking creatine, but maybe in like an indirect way. So creatine supplements may actually cause an increase of DHT levels. And DHT is very much tied to testosterone. So it converts to testosterone. And if you have high levels of testosterone and other androgens, that may lead to hair loss. It also may lead to acne or like hair where you don't want it, like chin hairs or neck hairs or something like that in women. So that's something to consider. But again, it's been mixed reviews. So I think it also goes back to what's going on with your health. So if you're somebody that tends to have more high androgens, or maybe you're suffering from PCOS, you know, maybe creatine's not the best thing to take. But again, it really depends on the person and like what's going on with your health. And of course, maybe you take creatine because you want the muscle building part of it. Um, and then maybe you add some supplements like saw palmetto or pay more attention to balancing your blood sugar since these things go hand in hand as far as those androgens go. So again, it, this is me just emphasizing a personal approach is really important when it comes to adding sort any sort of supplementation to your routine and also emphasizing that creatine's not magical. I mean, it's probably 2% of your results. And especially if you're not doing the foundations well, as far as consistent strength training, eating enough protein, eating enough calories, managing stress, going to bed at a normal hour, managing your blood sugar, it, it's not magical in the sense that you're going to get amazing results for it. So I do think it is something to help supplement what you are already doing. But if you're not doing those foundations well, spending your money on creatine, it could just be a waste of your money. So always emphasizing that I like supplements. I don't love them. I like doing the foundations better. And then once you've really mastered those, add in the supplements to get you to the next level. That's my little soapbox for you guys. Um, another question I got was GI issues with um, creatine. And um, from the ladies who left me comments, they said bloating was an issue with creatine. I have, knock on wood, have not experienced this from creatine. But again, me and my GI issues, they're just fun because they make no sense. Um, but anyways, if you're getting GI issues from creatine, again, I think it goes back to your overall health. But most likely the creatine is not being absorbed properly. So it just goes back to gut health. And of course, looking at what's going on with your gut, I mean, is there some leaky gut going on? Are you not absorbing um, carbs and fats and protein well? Like, are you always having bloating? Are you having bloating after certain types of meals? So it just, I think, requires a little bit more digging. But in general, you should not have any sort of GI distress from taking creatine. If you do, 
maybe it's not the best option for you. And maybe there is something more that you might need to do as far as your gut health goes. And that could be something that you work with our team on. (laughs) Okay, so how to actually use creatine. So not everybody agrees the best use of creatine. And there's like a few different ways to do it. Um, Like I was talking about with that loading dose, um, a lot of people do that. And of course, that's for people who just want the quick results. They want to get enough creatine into their body to start seeing results. But I don't think you have to do that. So I think the two main ways are the loading dose way. And that's typically, again, this depends on everybody. It could be five days. It could be seven days. It could be 10 days. But you're taking closer to like 20 grams of creatine daily, and you're really saturating the amount of creatine that's stored in your muscles. I personally think a slow and steady approach is a fine way to do this. This will obviously minimize any sort of water weight that you might gain, that like puffiness and whatnot. And then I also think in general, a slow and steady approach to all supplements is a really smart approach. I mean, this is obviously a good approach because it's going to minimize those side effects, but also you will know what is working and what is not working. Because if you add in a bunch of supplements all at the same time, there's no way to know which ones are helping, which ones are harming, which ones are causing bloating, which ones are giving you headaches. I mean, there's there can be side effects from supplements. So I think it's important to add one in, probably wait like a good five days to a week just to see how your body responds and then add in something else. And this is always the advice that we give our clients, like slow and steady is really, really important. And then of course, like I was saying, I have seen women start taking creatine. They feel the water retention, the scale goes up, maybe their body looks a little bit different, but they freak out that they've gained weight and then they don't continue to to use the creatine and they don't get those long-term results. So as far as like the slow and steady, I would say you could take anywhere from three to five grams, but do it over the course of like a month. I mean, do it over the course of three to four weeks. Um, I think you're going to, you're going to get the same effects. And every time I have used creatine, I always do the slow and steady. Like I don't want to gain the water weight because I don't think it's going to be comfortable, but I'm also like not in a rush to quote unquote get there. And I think you can still get the similar effects in the sense of building muscle, gaining strength, like all the good things that come along with creatine. I just don't think you have to do it this like quick, quick way. (laughs) It's totally fine to do it slow and steady. So like I was saying, just to recap, loading dose, it's done a lot quicker. Typically over the course of like a week, you're taking maybe 20 grams of protein. And then the slow and steady is more like three to five grams, but you're doing it for three to four weeks or even longer. Um, So it really is up to you. I think most women probably do better with the slow and steady, but again, depends on you. Okay. So when it comes to what to look for, when it comes to a good quality creatine supplement, And creatine mostly comes in a powder form. I think that's what most people are using because you can mix it into a protein shake. You can mix it into your water. It mostly doesn't have much of a flavor, but it also comes in capsule form. I just think you get more bang for your buck when it comes in a powder and you can do, you know, larger servings because otherwise you're taking like a million capsules to get enough. And a lot of times with the powder, it will dissolve pretty quickly. Um, If you don't like a lot of like texture, I think it's great because it is kind of that like fine grainy stuff and it mixes pretty well. I mean, I put it in protein shakes. You could also put it just in your water, iced coffee, something like that. But when you're looking for one, 
look at the ingredients. And the only thing you want in the ingredients is creatine monohydrate. And that's it for ingredients. And there's a lot out there that they'll have caffeine and have BCAAs or have all these chemicals and weird stuff. You don't want all that. I mean, maybe you do. I personally don't want all that. You just want creatine monohydrate. And I personally get my supplements from an online dispensary dispensary called Full Script. And I'll leave a link in my show notes if you want to grab the ones that I recommend. But Everything on Fullscript is from brands that test their products and provide clear ingredient lists. And most of them have some sort of third-party review of them. Because the thing about the FDA is it reviews the or reviews ingredients on supplements, but it does not, it doesn't really regulate them. So I think it's important to make sure you are finding a high quality supplement and not just buying random ones on Amazon. So I do have a couple favorite brands. The one that I'm currently using is called Clean Creatine and Clean is spelled K-L-E-A-N. And then I also like the Thorn one. Thorn's just like a nice brand and they make a creatine. It's not crazy expensive. And that's a great thing about creatine too, is that it's pretty affordable. You know what I mean? Like you can get a big old tub of it that will last you for months and it's not crazy expensive. And like I was saying, you're going to get more bang for your buck with a powder. So just some things to consider, of course, talk to your doctor before adding in any sort of supplementation. And then also if you're pregnant, nursing, taking other medications, obviously I think it's important to have a conversation with your doctor. So I think that's all I have on creatine. So hopefully that helps you guys out as far as deciding if it's something that could be helpful for you. I think the the main things here are creatine is great for muscle building, recovery, performance. It can be also helpful as far as reducing symptoms associated with mood disorders, depression, um, uh, forgetfulness, brain disorders, anything like that. And can also be especially helpful in perimenopause and menopause, especially for somebody that's struggling with low estrogen. And of course, it is not magical. It's one piece of the puzzle. Like I was saying, it's probably 2% of what you're doing. But if you're somebody who is doing a lot of the foundations well, and you just kind of want to amp up your results, I think it's a totally safe supplement to add to your routine. I think it's, it's a great way. And it's a very, very affordable way. All right, guys. So before I wrap up here, I just want to give a shout out to Fit and Fueled, which is my group training or group training, group coaching program. There is some training in it. There's a full muscle building program as part of it. <laughs> but we are opening the doors at the end of March. We actually are opening the wait list early, the last week of February. And those people are getting a discount on the price. They're getting a free HTMA. They're getting all sorts of bonuses. So if you're somebody that's like kind of interested in working with me in a group capacity, you want to run some functional testing, you will be getting a free mineral test. Add your name to the wait list because you guys will be the first to know when doors open and you're getting that discount, um, the free mineral test, some other bonuses that will be coming later, but those will be surprise bonuses during public launch, but you will get them um, if you enroll. So that is coming up. So I'll make sure I leave a link to that. And then also, if you're somebody that just wants a little bit of help on getting going with your nutrition, I am hosting a three-session nutrition coaching event where I've been saying you're basically getting a week worth of coaching from me and you're going to have homework and things to do, but it's called the body composition blueprint. And it's really helping you get clear on what moves the dial, especially when you hit your forties and beyond, because 
things are not the same. It's a little bit different, but we're really going to get into some of those foundational things that I'm talking about, you know, making sure you're nourishing your body with good quality foods, getting enough protein, getting your mindset right, because the mindset is a big, big part of all this. And if you're somebody who knows that you might not have the best mindset or you're somebody that's like, I've failed in the past. I don't know if I'm ever going to be able to lose weight. Like this is for you. Like if you have a graveyard full of stuff that you've tried over the years that doesn't work and that you've spent your money on and you know that you just need a different approach, this is the different approach. Like I am offering this trait training to get you off that crazy dieting train. And I mean, I've heard it all. I've heard the craziest things over the years, but over here at carrots and cake, I'm very much all about a realistic, non-crazy approach and approach that you can use forever. Like this is your forever solution. So instead of going on a diet every January, doing a weekend water fast where you lose three pounds over the weekend and gain it all back on Monday, like just stop the nonsense. <laughs> Like, let's do it the right way. Let me show you how to do it the right way. And this training is really those first steps. And you'll walk away with a game plan as far as moving forward. You know, what do I need to do? What do I need to do as far as shifting my mindset? What are the first steps as far as figuring out my nutrition and how many calories I should be eating to get to my goal? So that's my plug for the free training. Um, I'll make sure I include the waitlist link for Fit and Fueled. Like I said, if you are thinking at all about it, get your name on that list. There's no obligation for you to join. It's totally free to join. It's just you'll be the first to hear when doors open to the waitlist. And if you decide you want to sign up, you're getting hooked up as far as the enrollment goes on the price, on the free mineral test. And then there are surprise bonuses that are coming when we open to the public. So I guess they're not surprised if I'm telling you about them now, but just letting you know, you're going to get the hook up. All right, guys, that's all I got. Um, if I missed anything about creatine, you know, hit me up on Instagram, more than happy to give you more details. Um, but this was a fun one to record. Um, I do love talking about creatine and what it can do for you. And I have this, these conversations with ladies all the time. So it was fun just putting it into a full on episode. All right, guys, I hope you have a great day and see you on the next episode.